0: API Intersection podcast listeners are invited to sign up for Stoplight and save up to $650. Use the code INTERSECTION10 to get 10% off a new subscription to Stoplight Platform Starter or Pro. Take a look at this episode's description for more details. I'm Jason Harmon, and this is API Intersection, where you'll get insights from experienced API practitioners to learn best practices on things like API design, governance, identity auth, Versioning and more. Welcome back to API Intersection. Uh, as always, I'm your host, Jason Harmon, CTO of Stoplight. And today we have a guest with an interesting kind of take on uh, testing around APIs and sort of automation in general, uh, Mr. Alex Chernyak from ZapTest. Did I say your name right, Alex? I forgot yes. to ask before. You
1: did, perfect. Okay. Yeah.
0: Thank you. So Alex, tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of what
1: you guys do at ZapTest. Excellent. Thank you, Jason. Thanks for having me. I'm a founder of C- and CEO of ZapTest. Uh, uh, I have experience of over 20 years. Uh, we started as a delivery team of once upon a time famous Mercury Interactive then merged with uh, Hewlett-Packard as a partners and uh, as, uh, developed ourselves as a standalone technology. Basically, we've been one of the pioneers of the test animation industry in general. Uh, today, uh, we partnered with Gartner, and uh, I contribute uh, knowledge and experience of uh, Forbes Technology Council. Uh, you can find my articles online. Our main mission is software automation, where we merge two industries together, test automation and the RPA, robotic process automation, and the uh, Merging the DevOps with BizOps, pretty much, and uh, our technology drives that uh, to change and disrupt market in terms of how the test automation and the general RPA and software automation being delivered. Cool.
0: Um, so as I've said on here before, I love finding people with contrarian views. Uh, it's just anybody that's doing something different. I want to know why. Where you coming from? And I think in, in kind of reading up on some of the stuff you'd written in Forbes, um, things that you guys have published on ZapTest, I noticed um, that you had this sort of preference for like center of excellence, which for you know our guests on the podcast, that's unusual. So I guess I'm curious to hear more. Um, and maybe before you get too far with that, I'm also curious, are you working with a lot of large companies as your customers or do you kind of have smaller companies too? Uh,
1: predominantly large companies, Uh that's what I thought. We grew up in the industry. Uh, we've been brought to the industry as a SWAT team to deliver a solution to the large enterprises. In my career, I've mm. been to nearly all five hundred Fortune uh, worldwide, uh, flying every week somewhere else. And uh, uh, I know large enterprises personally as a professional, and I like large enterprises. And I uh, talk to a lot of executives on a daily basis uh, from different group of the mid to large enterprises, and I understand the pain points and the. So to your question, though, the reason why uh, we advocate, and I'm a big fan of Center of Excellence, is because it uh, optimizes processes and drives automation faster, uh, predominantly in the large enterprise.
0: So the, the typical thing that folks will point to from like the SOA era is that um, Center of Excellence has tended to become organizational bottlenecks because you had... Um, you know, sort of too much authority centralized in things like you know, sort of design reviews and stuff. So I'm just curious. In your experience, have you seen that COEs do actually sort of impact delivery? And if not, then kind of how are you doing it?
1: A uh, good question. Uh, I'm a big fan of hybrid not. I mean, uh, we cannot win by doing the uh, traditional way. Uh, if something didn't work in the past, it has to be changed, but not changed tremendously. It has to be modified from what worked in the past. So uh, I agree with the fact that uh, it cannot be taken as it used to be because the technology is different, uh, the work ethic is different, the delivery process is different as well. But uh, the fundamentals that COE brings uh, to enterprise remains the same. Uh, Unification of artifacts and the process. And this is what uh, optimizes and saves costs at the end of the day. Makes sense? Saves time and money, pretty much. Like uh, examples might be uh, choice of technology, uh, it's, uh, hiring process, uh, product and process enabled, change management, uh, and so far and so on. I agree with the fact that uh, there may be deviation per uh, delivery schedule per different groups or departments, but uh, still the uh, authority and knowledge uh, should remain centralized because that's what drives a uh, faster uh, all together collaboration and uh, productivity.
0: Yeah, I mean, sometimes I think people get caught up in labels rather than uh, kind of the... I, I can, the, I can the, break the... it down. Yeah. Uh, again. No, it's okay. I mean, I, I, I was just <laughs> having fun with it because I'm like, that's an unusual take. Uh, but what's funny is like by your description is like have some centralized understanding of what your shared capabilities are, what your standards are, all of that stuff. I think for folks who say that this sort of like enablement approach should be the thing, they'll say the same things, right? Like you should have at least a small team that's defining those common and sort of standardized things. Um, This sort of enablement approach probably comes more in when it's like review time, right? Time to review the design. But I'll say this, um, I don't think that's what you guys are great at anyways. It's not, you know, it was just an interesting tidbit that I saw. So certainly more interested to, to kind of learn uh, learn from you around sort of API testing, I'll just kind of say broadly, and I guess, you know, uh, are there any sort of clear takeaways from you in 20-plus years of doing this on how folks should approach sort of API testing?
1: Well, API testing has to take place, and uh, uh more organized, uh, cheaper it becomes, right? So, uh, of course, there will be a definition of what needs to be tested, prioritization, there's a uh, whole fundamentals and the uh, you know the science around that uh, choice of technology that needs to be used for that test should be automated uh, by far. I mean the manual testing today it's like walking versus driving. Uh, so in the today cross platform especially with especially with
0: apis exactly. right where like and that, you have this very definable input output it's not like
1: ux testing or something where it's super ambiguous absolutely and uh, uh today any development leader when budgeting for the development process absolutely must budget for automation of uh, testing because uh, with today cross-platform cross-environment demand on the market you cannot win development by manual testing no matter what you do ui testing api tests and
0: acceptance. acceptance yeah speaking of mobile i noticed it seemed like you all did a lot with kind of um sort of deploying tests on multiple platforms and that sort of thing so um it, it for me it raises this question like you mentioned acceptance testing and in sort of the you know api world a lot of times it's like put your sort of test harness around the api and test that itself but it seems like y'all are also running tests through sort of mobile or web interfaces against the api is that right
1: well, you can do testing on the different platforms. Uh, what comes to mobile, we predominantly uh, with ZapTest using a true UI animation. Uh, but okay. we don't uh, in our technology. We like to hybrid API and UI together in the same script. You can do different state uh, steps, and we advocate that as well because even though API is a skeleton of any software, and uh, if you don't have a well-established API software. Uh, won't run fast no matter how pretty it looks. Uh, You still have a a, a human acceptance layer which is a UI because the software developed predominantly still today decision done by the humans in most of the part and the uh, software need to be handled by humans. So the UI layer uh, plays uh, in some cases uh, more or less important uh, phase right in testing. So Yeah, and uh, this is how we do mobile uh, through UI automation. But within our software, due to the object recognition algorithm that we enriched, uh, it's uh, absolutely technology agnostic what we can add. So it's benefits API testing. Very
0: cool. Um, I guess um, zooming out a little bit on kind of this, you know, uh, testing automation kind of stuff, like what are the trends that you kind of see? You know, uh, how are things changing specifically around kind of APIs uh, over this, you know, recent couple of years?
1: Well, uh, for most of the part, API is uh, pretty steady. And as far as uh, testing goes, there is no much innovate. We're trying to make it more user-friendly in regards to build all the gadgets, all the uh, correlation validation functionalities in the tool that makes the development uh, job and testing job easier this way as far as the management and organizational aspects, reporting uh, modules, and so far and so on.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think that makes sense. It's certainly, you know, I know we're looking at a lot of that sort of stuff too, that it's like, there's not, there's not that many people with lots of API expertise out there. And so a lot of folks looking for sort of tooling around this stuff, they don't exactly know what to do. So you kind of, you know, you need to lead them to water, make it a little bit easier to understand and learn. Um, as now, everyone's, building some kind of API or microservice. You just have a lot of folks that have a lot to learn is what it seems like to me. It sounds like that's what you're saying, too.
1: Absolutely, yes. I mean, definitely, API uh, testing and API automation uh, requires more knowledge and uh, experience and the development predominantly and understanding the whole science of development. uh, Versus UI testing, it's more intuitive. And the business analyst type of personnel can acquire that Even when it comes to automation it's more intuitive but uh, API testing definitely requires knowledge but uh, uh the way you can uh, expedite it by having very convenient tools that's what we focus in the zap uh, to make a development life easier yeah
0: makes sense um another bit from kind of looking through things that you you know kind of written and talked about it seems like um you're a big big advocate for kind of API first and uh you know we sort of see that this language coming out all over the place, uh, certainly from Gartner too. So I'm curious, like, how does this sort of... I mean, first of all, API first is kind of like microservice. Somebody made up a word, and now we have to figure out what the hell it means, right? But uh, I guess from your perspective, uh, how do you see that that sort of makes testing and automation better.
1: Absolutely. Uh, as I mentioned, I'm a partner with and, uh, a Gartner and a and I work with Gardner's analysts uh, constantly. So API first, it's one of the movements that uh, Gartner is pushing this year. And I, as a professional, I agree with that because uh, uh, automation is the future and uh, for better or worse. I mean, we see it's taking place, especially the pandemic uh, was a stress test for humanity to understand that we need to do more with less. And uh, the only way to achieve it is to automate more. Uh, since the API is a skeleton and foundation of the any software development, uh, this is the most, most robust way to integrate systems together. And uh, once you build in the automation overall, when you have to combine multiple systems for different purposes, from uh, you know AI, IoT, uh, you name it, the conventional development and what's not. Uh, you would like probably to go through APIs to integrate them uh, even more than you will do through UI. Uh, as, as an idea, it's great, and I totally support it. Uh, however, any uh, movement, especially in the corporate world, ad- 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 adapt it in the slow pace. Uh, everyone conservative and definitely want test, to test it before they run with that. So the Walking first, and uh, it's still going to be a while, and um, may say a couple of years uh, until uh, industry uh, solidified their approach to that and uh, comprehension. Uh, still, when we integrate systems together uh, for either testing or RPA, we use a combination of UI and API. I would say API with UI. Because for various, especially for for change management, the larger corporation, uh, more departments it has, and the different department owns particular systems that they don't communicate truly really with each other uh, for various reasons, and therefore, you as an automation team, you have to deliver faster. So you do use some UI steps to overcome certain integration.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, I'm going to admit one thing now is that. Um... I think probably from doing API design for a long time and working with lots of different sort of um, teams, there are certain words that for me have no meaning anymore, such as metadata. Right? Metadata is a meaningless word. It could mean anything you want, right? Um, and honestly, I feel like automation is a little bit the same, um, but I, I noted that y'all do... So, I'm trying to pick apart what automation sure. means in your world. We've already established testing, that's good. And you mentioned this kind of robotic process stuff. Um, and and it, uh, I guess I'm curious on like business process automation, seems like a thing that y'all are doing too. And I'm curious, how have APIs kind of changed that world in the last few years?
1: All right. So, uh, first of all, I agree with you as far as the words automation being overly abused and it's diluting the meaning. Uh, in my particular opinion, RPA. Uh, it's also not necessarily uh, uh, explains uh, what it's supposed to do, and it's very confusing for a lot of even technical professionals. Uh, uh, RPA stands, first of all, for robotic process automation. RPA, uh, it's an old-term, but still used in the industry, and we use it as well for convenience sake. It's a, a way to automate uh, non-technical processes, with a business operation process, uh, technical process automation right? Business process automation, exactly as you said. But RPA uh, being adopted as a reference, so this is why we still use it. Basically, uh, business, uh, business process automation is a similar process to testing automation, uh, but I to into the business processes, uh, different goals. In the test automation, you have a goal for validation, particular aspect uh, in the technology. In the uh, RPA, in the business process automation, you focus on the process of the repeatable processes of uh, automated decision-making, input-output. Basically, replacing human being in front of the digital interface, in front of the script.
0: What would a good example of this look like?
1: Uh, uh, Account payable, receivable. right? You have a lot of paperwork where you have to open one uh, PDF, read it as a human, values, copy, paste it into the uh, Salesforce, for example, right, or any other CRM system. And uh, uh, that tedious process, it relies on you as a human for a decision-making. Uh, so what it, RPA does is basically uh, we build bots that uh, does the same thing, that's replicated. It automatically opens PDF, finds the value you need it, copy it, opens the uh, CRM system interface, pastes it there either through user interface or through APIs. And do it through APIs much faster, more robust, uh, because uh, uh, UI uh, rely on object recognition. It's rely on different design of the user interface that may change. Different UI technologies handle it differently, even though we say that we're most robust UI animation on the market. Uh, still, I believe that API has a more solid uh, approach to that
0: it's interesting as you were describing that um and thank you for walking me through it uh i think it is an uh, a big enterprise older term that i'm just not that familiar with so that helps um there's i feel like over the last year or so uh or really year or two there's been a lot of this focus on like uh how apis have sort of responded to the you know pandemic and um a lot of this like remote work uh and just kind of like less hands on deck sometimes that sort of thing has seemed to put a lot of emphasis around APIs. And it occurred to me as you're describing this, that this sort of business process automation type stuff must have really picked up a lot recently uh, in response.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a, a multi-billion dollar industry as far as the business process automation. It's a future of uh, corporate corporate world, pretty much, if you will. Uh, for various reasons, it takes a slower pace, a, a enablement uh, Knowledge, uh, political aspects of uh, replacing the uh, human, uh, I mean, the workers uh, versus machines, right? But uh, uh, for better or worse, uh, industry moving toward it because uh, it's a competitive market. You have to deliver more for less. And that's what everybody works
0: Yeah. Very interesting. Um, I guess across the different sort of like you, you've kind of got the testing and automation stuff, um, the business process automation, and, and your explanation is one of the better ones I've heard on why those things have commonalities. So it makes more sense to me now. Um, what other kind of, uh, you know, are there other sort of aspects that you guys do at ZapTest?
1: Oh, we do performance automation. So performance testing and the uh, load oh, scalability that's right. yeah, tests that's
0: you introduced that's your newest thing, kind of load testing stuff, right?
1: No, I mean, we've been there for as long as we've been uh, in the testing oh. business. Well, we've always been doing the performance testing. I'm a, lo- a load runner certified instructor. I used to drive, uh, fly around oh, the nice. world and teach corporations how to do performance tests. Uh, right. Nice. Yeah, so the performance testing also, it's a big uh, big aspect of overall testing process and the overall automation. Even though performance uh, automation applies uh, more for testing purposes rather than uh, these apps, because this is where we need to test and stress system to validate different aspects of the sustainability. So uh, end-to-end transaction response time, uh, the system components, uh, how they can handle particular loads per peak and so far and so on. It's a science of, of its own. Yeah, and uh, speaking of API, uh, we are big advocates of uh, API-driven performance tests. So uh, we actually established the uh, gap in the process that's been on the market for decades where uh, functional API testing had to be done differently or scripted differently than the performance uh, scripts. And this usually was uh, making the teams of, uh, double in depth because uh, in many cases, uh, you can leverage the same uh, functional script that will be part of your virtual user groups and the performance scenario. So at Zap, we, uh, basically you can leverage the same API script that you created for functional automation and run it as is into performance uh, test scenario. That saves a lot of time and makes your life much easier. And it's also... Uh, <laughs> Uh, it brings it uh, closer to main phases of uh, testing process in general: the functional testing and the performance testing.
0: Yeah, it's it's been my experience, and maybe it's just the places I've been and people I've talked to that um, that like load and performance testing, especially on APIs, for me is like plain as day. It's simple. It's clear cut. It's relatively easy, but it's the thing that people do the least because they have some like imagined complexity or like this is going to be really hard and we're not going to get any confidence from the results. And I'm curious, you know, do you see this kind of like resistance to investing in that sort of stuff?
1: Uh, I do. And are uh, you absolutely right? Uh, in, uh, teams uh, adapt performance testing lesser than they do functional testing. And exactly as you said, I mean, the, it's a lack of knowledge, uh, lack of uh, 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 flexible technology on the market that easily can be accessed. Because historically, performance testing technology is uh, more costlier than the functional testing technology. And the reason for that is because uh, you have to have uh, multiple threads that mimic the different virtual users. And, uh, and that's one aspect, technological aspect, what tools we're going to use, right? Another aspect is uh, uh, knowledge in the process. So how would you do performance testing? Because it's a pretty complex uh, industry. You need to understand the uh, uh, different uh, ways of uh, what you need. Uh, planning takes a huge time because, uh, and it's a group team. Uh, every time I was uh, uh, teaching uh, performance testing, I said, make friends with all the decision makers, all the components, admins, take everybody for a group lunch, and then we can start performance testing, right? Because it's a lot of planning involved and the communication and the collaboration of different uh, components, administration groups. That needs to uh, in, 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 inject the metrics. They have to uh, work, read with your results and optimize their components. Then you'd run again and so far and so so. On. So uh, this is why Zap we are offering a also model of uh, software plus services where we offer you complementary full time uh, certified expert that able and enables your team and work alongside with your team to educate you on different aspects of test animation, either uh, testing or RPA or functional performance testing, but uh, predominantly performance testing uh, as far as what you need to plan and how you need to establish and even sit down and script with you alone. Uh, uh, Also, on the other side, as far as the performance testing, you don't need it every day. If the functional testing, it's a daily involved. It's like uh, uh, if you start it, you better continue doing it because otherwise it will be absolutely all the investment. Uh, with the performance testing you can do it periodically so usually you can do it per build per particular event that happened within your software uh, it's maybe like quarterly uh, and what's not uh, uh, the phases are usually shorter but they're more intense because you need to prepare script, you need to have all the uh, business analysts uh, system admins uh, uh, everybody uh, on the standby and available to you once you do that and of course you have to Create scripts and you have to prepare scenarios and make sure that all the components and environments place. And it's sometimes it's maybe even the worldwide and the globally depends where user groups might be, right? Depends on your distribution. Uh, right. Yeah. All
0: right. So uh, I always have to be mindful when we have guests who cover a lot of different topics and uh it's a broad-ranging thing and you know you guys are smart you tell us all the right things to do but sometimes you know i'm empathetic to like smaller organizations or maybe companies that aren't doing any of this stuff well and they're thinking that's what's overwhelming it's just too much um so if you alex today had to go start your small company and uh invest in sort of automation where do you think that you would go first relative to kind of api development
1: uh- well, it's a good question. So, uh, first of all, you need to think about the technology, what you're going to employ. Again, I would uh, I mean, suggest everyone against uh, doing any testing manually or planning doing testing manually. No matter how small project it is, the cost of failure today on the market is skewed. I mean, uh, you can fall only once uh, and the market is going to give up. On. So before you step out, I would highly recommend to have a very well-tested uh, software and uh, for for that uh, we offer in uh, Zep test free edition. So any startup, any individual that would like to learn testing and test animation can download it every day, anytime We have a well-established tutorials, uh, user guide, forums. Uh, uh, we believe that we were very well established for community to be educated because our background it's uh, uh, education. We used to be a, uh, product uh, the certified product instructors and uh, all the consultants that teach uh, companies how to do test animation right way. So uh, uh, my big emphasis as a leader of the company is to educate uh, uh, people and uh, uh, build the uh, credibility. So as far as a startup, first of all, uh, look at the technology, look at the personnel that you're, looking at, you're going to have. I would highly recommend to have at least one tester that will be focused on test automation, sort of uh, uh, mechanics of uh, all the automation products. Our technology predominantly uh, offers collaboration and engagement of uh, business analyst type, a manual tester type personnel that can work with the test automation, especially uh, with the automator to uh, provide easy to comprehend uh, artifacts, let's say a recording of the manual steps. It's a video recording technology that the animator can watch as a movie and even develop uh, scripts uh, 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 parsing it. Uh, Of course, learn about the theory of uh, the aspects of test animation. And it's all available on our website and on YouTube. I mean, we intentionally... uh, I have an army of technical writers that build the content and the educational materials for industry to gain the knowledge. Yeah, but uh, today... You can uh, do testing and test automation. Anybody depends how much you need it, but you I highly recommend it tool.
0: Very cool. Well, there you go. There's a free option to get started and learn. <laughs> Always hard to turn down free. Oks, thanks so much for sharing. Um, you know, kind of your insights on 20 plus years in automation and uh,
1: kind of where APIs are headed. We appreciate it. My pleasure, Jason. Thanks for having me. And guys, test your applications Zap test. <laughs> Take care.
0: Thanks for listening. If you have a question you want to ask look in the description of whichever platform you're viewing or listening on and there should be a link there so you can go submit a question and we'll do our best to find out the right answer for you